With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome into another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. It's uh, Tuesday, August 2nd, 521 p.m. I just got home from Iowa State Football Media Days up in Ames. Uh, a lot of good information, a lot of good stories, I think, coming out of uh, today today's festivities. We'll have all of that for you guys live on the Cyclone Fanatic homepage. Uh, here throughout the rest of the evening, um, here in just a minute, you guys are here going to hear from Iowa State head football coach Matt Campbell. Uh, he did about a 30-minute press conference today, breaking down all sorts of things from you know what they're looking at when they're evaluating during fall camp. Uh, how's Hunter Decker's doing? Uh, how are things looking with the defensive backs, uh, the defensive line, and so on down the line? Uh, so I think you guys will really enjoy all of this. And then another reminder to check out our coverage. Uh, right now on CycloneFanatic.com. Uh, here is Coach Campbell. Great to see you guys. Appreciate you guys coming. Obviously, like every school in America, uh, we're, we're excited to get ready for football season. So questions you got, uh, we'll certainly start with whoever and wherever. Hi, Matt. Rob Gray, Cedar Rapids Gazette. Um, I always ask you a variation of the question, what's different, whether it's in terms of how you go about doing things or tweak things or, or personnel. I guess I'll go with that, but yeah. also go with what needs to stay the same. What things have you tried to make sure not only stay the same, but are strengthened and how that interplays? Yeah, I, I think for us, as always, you know, the cultural aspect of who we are and what we're continuing to do, um, I, I don't think has, has changed much at all. To be quite honest with you, I think we've really doubled down since January on, man, our culture, the strength of our culture, and how it impacts who we are and how we continue to grow together. Um, obviously, the landscape of college athletics continues to change, and yet, you know, I think it's constantly asking you and your program how you're defining yourself. And so, I, I think from that standpoint, we have continued to really, um, man, double down on the foundational pieces that have built Iowa State football certainly over the last six to seven years, and then. You know, I, I think as we continue to grow and adapt, you know, every year is definitely different. You know, young, younger team. Um, so, you know, how do you prepare that team from the January, February, March period to obviously the spring practice period, the summer period, and now going into fall camp, all those segments that prepare you for the football season. So, um, you know, I think we've spent the last couple of weeks just making sure trying to prepare ourselves to have the best camp to give this team the best opportunity to have the most success going into the season. What I would tell you, um, and I, I said this three weeks ago, you know, I, I have been very impressed with this group's momentum that they've been able to create in each segment. And I do think those are traits that the teams that we've had that have been successful have been able to create those momentum 
uh, opportunities to finish each of those blocks going into the next block. And this will be a great challenge for us, obviously, as we get into fall camp. Coach Andrew Logue with the Associated Press wanted to ask you, how has Xavier maybe uh, developed or flourished in a way maybe you didn't expect when you brought him here? And also this year using him, do you expect him to be more, more of a go-to guy even, or is diversity in the passing game more important? Um, yeah, that, uh, probably a really good question. I don't know if, if Xavier was ever a guy that maybe surprised me in terms of what he brought to our program. Um, you know, I, I think that relationship with Xavier was very personal for me and him in the process. So I think I had a really good understanding of what we were getting in Xavier Hutchison when he came here. I, I probably would say what I'm most grateful for is his approach to um, how he's gone about his business in terms of his own process, right? And I'll, obviously, you know, we talk a lot about, man, perfecting yourself, becoming the best version of yourself. And part of that is having a process to do that day in and day out. And Xavier is fantastic at that. Um, you know, how he practices, how he is in the weight room, what his approach to, you know, becoming his best, um, that's been really fun to watch. And, and I, I think one of the benefits that we've reaped as a team is when some of your best, most productive players have that kind of ability, then, you know, it spreads like wildfire through your program because I think all the young players in the program, they want to be like the guys that are having success on the field. And he certainly laid great groundwork for our program to because of how he's gone about his business. And, you know, I think even as we go into this season, you know, X is a unique player. He can do a lot of different things. And I think the best thing that X is is, man, getting the football in his hands he is a dynamic playmaker. So, you know, I think you've seen us be able to do that a multitude of different ways, man. Down the field, screen game, all those kind of things. X is a guy can kind of do it all. So I think that'll continue to be that kind of football player. And, and he's shown the ability to certainly do that over the course of the last two years. Right here, Coach. Uh, John Sears, WHO-TV. Hunter Deckers takes the reign at quarterback. What impresses you about him and your confidence level in him is starting, getting into that starting role, taking over for a guy that left a pretty big mark. Yeah, you know, I, I think Hunter, probably the, the thing that I'm most impressed with is certainly the opportunities that he's already had over the course of the last two years um, in football game experience. You know, it's not uh, so much hypothetical. He's actually been on the field and had the opportunity to play the game of football and command the offense. And I think those experiences, whether they were positive or, you know, some of them, you know, maybe not as positive, but great learning opportunities, those are always positive for me as the coach, you know, and, I, you know, even a young team, I'll probably say a million times, man, coach, what kind of team do you think you have? Well, we don't know, and you're not going to know until we get into the season and we have to play in front of 70,000 people and we have to go execute our assignment and do our job. Well, you know, for, for us, I think there's a lot of us that are excited because you've seen Hunter do that. And um, he's done it in tough environments. I mean, you know, to be able to do it even last year in Norman and have to go into the game, um, you know, and, and really do some tough things and then have the ability to rebound and do some really positive things. That's big because that is what playing quarterback is. You know, Hunter is very talented. Um, you know, he's certainly got elite arm strength. He's got great athletic ability. But that quarterback is way more than that. 
Um, it's, it's the whole picture and it's the whole puzzle. And, you know, that's what's going to be really fun to see even as we get through fall camp. How much have you grown in the offense? How much are you ready to continue to evolve and, and grow and fundamentally and physically and mentally really be ready to capture what it takes to play the quarterback position at this level, let alone obviously in, in our offensive system. So um, I think a lot of real positives and, and obviously he'll have to continue to earn the right to be confident and ready to take the reins and be productive and be a great quarterback. But there's a lot of tools there that I think have everybody in our program, our players and coaches very confident in Hunter. You're talking about earning the right there. <clears throat> that kind of leads into my question. Hunter's had all since what, February, January, into January, whatever it is, knowing that he's going to be the number one and with the teammates knowing he's going to be number one and so working as number one. Brock didn't have that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Brock, when he took over, he was two, maybe three. I don't mm -hmm. know for sure. Um, how can Hunter use that to his experience? That that already Does he already have the confidence factor um, of his teammates? Well, I think the great thing that both Hunter and Brock did and have done is they, they have earned, because of what they did in practice, how they practiced, how they went about their business, I think they earned that trust and confidence from everybody else within the team. And part of the quarterback is you got to earn the, the trust of your teammates. You got to earn the trust of the coaching staff. You got to earn the trust of the locker room. And, you know, I think both situations, and, and really you go back to even Kyle Kemp, you know, those guys have earned the right to be trusted by everybody. And, you know, so I, I think one of the great things that Hunter valued and is valued is he got to see Brock Purdy. He got to sit there and watch Brock's, man, go through good and bad and tough and understand how do I apply the lessons that are being learned and being taught and how do I apply that to my own opportunity when my opportunity comes my way. And, um, you know, I think those were valuable even when Hunter got in the game and you see, you've seen him play for us last year. And certainly I think how we went about the offseason, how we studied and how he prepared in January, February, uh, for spring practice, I think really how he how he produced in spring practice and the kind of spring practice he had, and equally how he led um, this summer. I think those are all really positive traits. And you know, again, I, a lot of credit to Brock of being able to be that kind of servant leader during his time here to be able to give back and and certainly help lead the others for when their opportunity came to be ready to go. X said during Big Twelve media days that. Um, Hunter's strong arm that w, more passes down the field. Was that more wishful thinking, or do you or do you see that happening? Yeah, you know, I I I think those are all things that obviously we're always going to play to the strength of our players, right? And you know, you still I, I think the mirage is the number one passing offense in the Big Twelve last year was Iowa State. So you know, I, I think. We, we create narratives sometimes that are maybe not always accurate. Um, and, and at the end of the day, we're always trying to put our players in the best position to be successful, whether it's at the quarterback position, whether it's at the skill players position. Um, and that's the one thing I think that's exciting for all of us. Um, you know, man, you're going into fall camp. What kind of team do you have around Hunter Deckers? What kind of team, man, what are some of these other resources and people? And then our job is how do you then put those pieces in in position that when the game's on the line and it's time to call plays and it's time to execute, how do you put in the best position for the team to win the game? Um, not so much about the statistics or, or those things. It's how do you try to go win the game? And obviously, I think our staff and our guys have done a phenomenal job of that. 
What were your conversations like with Will McDonald last winter about whether to come back for another year or go pursue the NFL? Man, that was a it was probably a little bit of a tricky one just because, you know, Will, um, again, there it probably could have went either way. And that's what it, when I say tricky is, man, he, you know, I think he had a real option and a real opportunity that, um, man, had got great feedback, I think, at the end of it. I would say two things probably really important for Will. Number one is finishing his degree. Um, when Will will have one class left. He'll be the first young man in his family to get his college degree. I think that means a whole lot to Will McDonald. Um, you know, in a day and age where, you know, we've maybe lost sight of some of those things. I think when you talk to Will, you know, Will is very thoughtful and understanding of how important that is. Um, and then I think the other piece of it, you know, just really consistently getting himself to be one of the best defense alignment in the country. And, you know, he felt like there was still room for growth and opportunity to grow in some of those areas. So, um, man, I, I would tell you we're really proud of Will. You know, Will has done a great job in the classroom, has put himself in, in a great spot to be, will graduate here at the end of, of the spring or the fall semester. And, you know, physically he looks as good as he's looked since he's been here. And, and so I, I think we're really proud of those two areas. I think what he set to accomplish, he really got out of, you know, at least what he was trying to get himself ready for for this season. I think a question about him last year was how would he deal with, you know, being a focus of protection coverages and obviously he answered the bell there. Having now doing that another year, what kind of advantages? I imagine there's not a lot of extra help that he hasn't seen already on, you know, playing games. Yeah, you're, you're right. I, I think there, there's been a lot that he's seen, and I think there's a lot of even it's given us time of, again, I, I go back to, you know, even Randy's last question of, you know, for us even, how do we continue to evolve to help him, you know, be in the best position to be successful? Again, you know, and you've heard me all say this millions of times, but the players' formation play piece of it, um, man, we're not naive. You have to put those guys in the best situation to impact the game. And, you know, I think, you know, trying to always continue to find unique ways to help him impact the game is really positive, even from our standpoint as well. Matt, you were in a similar position a couple of, oh, three, three plus years ago when David Montgomery went to the NFL and you came in, I think, with about four running backs that you were kind of looking at through the preseason. And it took a couple of weeks before uh, before Brees really established yeah. himself. Is that a template that you could kind of follow at least through August as to who may rise, who may not, and maybe either A, how patient you need to be, or B, maybe how you need to speed things up just to kind of figure out what you want to do at running back? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think the, the first thing is, you know, you, you you look at that position group as a whole, and, and I, I, I have said this, and this is not a slight, because we've had great players so far in our program at, at that position. And I, I think from top to bottom right now, you would say, at least coming out of the spring as a coaching staff, we felt, man, maybe we're as healthy and as competitive as we've ever been right now at the running back position. And so, you know, when, when, that, when that looks like that, it now comes to, well, it's, it is practice, and then obviously what you do in the game. And, you know, so I, I think there's a great competition and that will really kind of evolve throughout the entirety of fall camp. 
you, you hope that it, it, it reveals itself. But at the end of the day, you know, even very similar to what you talked about a couple years ago, you know, there wasn't a clear cut favorite by the time we let fall camp. And, you know, you were trying to kind of find what was the right mix for this team as through the early part of the season. So we'll take as long as it takes to either, you know, is it is it by committee? Is there somebody that kind of steps out in the forefront? I think no matter what it is, we feel very confident that whatever it is, um, it, it's got the tools to be be pretty special and, and has the tools to be up to the standard that that running back room has lived to over the course of the last couple of years. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I know you guys were really high on those four cornerbacks that you have competing for, for playing time right now coming out of the summer. How do you feel about that group and, and what do you think of those guys? Yeah, you know, I, I it just it's the healthiest again, Jared, that I would say that that we've been. Um, you know, I the corner position and we know in today's world of football the more you can cover and have the ability to, you know, do different things with your coverages, and, and a lot of that lends to who is covering, um, then I think the more unique and different and, and multiple you can be in terms of your secondary and what you do on the defensive side of the football. And, you know, for us, there's a lot of guys that have played a lot of football there at that group. Those guys are all what I would say hitting probably at the right time in their career man, their growth and who they are and what they become. And, you know, we talk about Darian Porter. I, I can't say enough glowing things about who he is, what he's done, where he's at. Um, you know, he's a guy that has been a special teams guru for us. Um, the plays that he, have, he has made for our football team on special teams have been monumental. For our conversation, it was how do we get this guy on the field more? How can he help us even more? He's as trusted as you're going to find in our program. And then he, he really took it and ran with it this offseason. You know, what he did in, in terms of the secondary, I think, shocked all of us. Um, you know, and, and hopefully he can replicate that and continue to earn confidence through the fall so, so he can be that guy when games come around for us as well. Um, you know, TJ Tampa has, man, he's had great moments for us. I think finding consistency for TJ, we see great talent and he showcased great talent. Um, but for him, young player that has been trying to find that consistency that great players have the ability to have. But, you know, again, I think he's growing up and you saw some of that consistency come obviously this, this spring. You know, Miles Purchase, you know, what he did the last six games as a true freshman on last year's team um, that probably were shocked that some true freshmen were even playing last year. And Miles was a guy that kind of forged his way to the front. Um, competitive excellence, man, has been consistent from day one and has really earned the right to get on the field and, and, and be a guy there. And then, you know, probably one of my favorite guys to talk about is Tavon Kyle. You know, Tavon is a senior in our program now, has played a lot of football, um, kind of himself has rode the wave of inconsistencies. And you're talking literally the best 11 months of his career 
um, that I've seen from Tavon, and Tavon has got elite skill. He's got elite talent, um, and a guy that has really risen as not only a great senior leader right now in our program, but a guy that, man, has just really done all the little things right. So um, proud of those four guys. We think they're all in a really healthy spot going into the fall camp. It'll Again, it'll be a great battle. Uh, the more of those guys that we feel coming out of fall camp that can play for us and that are ready to play for us, to me, the better team that we've got the ability to be. When it comes to the evaluation process and determining, you know, who is ready to see the field uh, come game one, what are some of the things that you look for? Yeah, great question. We're going to get deeply into that tonight in my final meeting. Um, so we try to kind of leave everything, you know, understood for everybody of what, what they're getting evaluated on. But I would tell you the very first item that we evaluate a player on is do we trust you? And, you know, to me, that trust factor, there's a lot of ways you can go with that. Obviously, that trust factor it goes into, you know, physically, do we trust you? Mentally, do you trust you? Psychologically, do we trust you? How do we carry, how do you carry yourself on and off the field? Like, that stuff still matters. Um, so, I, I would say trust, number one. Number two, the ability to do your job. Um, you know, that's the one great thing about our sport. It's not singular, it's team. It's the greatest team sport still alive. Um, and the fact of the matter of it is, is you have to do your 111th, whether it's on offense, defense, or special teams. And if you don't do your job, you're probably going to get our team beat. Um, and, and then I, I think, you know, from there, things like the ability to, to make a play within the system, the ability to be healthy and available, those are some factors as you go. But I'd say one and two is the ability to be trusted, and number two, to be able to do your job and show the ability to do your job with great consistency. Um, we've been better and we've been at our best when we have the 11 guys that are representing our team on the field, um, the ability to consistently do their job. That's when we played great football here. So um, that, that's really, I, I would say, the starting point for us. So great question. Where do you see Tyler Miller fitting into the offensive line this year and where do you think he has progressed the most over the last few years? Yeah, you know, I, I think Tyler, the biggest thing that, that Tyler has done is, is you know, he, he's grown and matured a great deal on and off the football field. Um, you know, Tyler came in with just tremendous raw ability. You know, I'll, I remember going to watch him play basketball as a junior, watching him play football his senior year. Um, and you just were so enamored with this young man that was long, tall, athletic, um, and could really just run. And... You know, for at that position group, I, I've talked a lot about it, man. It, it, there's no quick fix to, to be a great offensive lineman. It takes time. And Tyler, I, I would say, even for some of the linemen that we've had, has expedited the process because of his natural God-given ability. He's certainly extremely talented. And, you know, I, I think for him, really the middle of last year, his redshirt freshman year, you really saw him start to take off. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, we were at a kind of a crossroads. We ended up moving Jared Hufford uh, with some injuries to Sean Foster last year to the left tackle position. You know, at that time, it was what was best for our team. And Jared did a great job out there. You know, I think it'll serve him well going into this fall. But, you know, when we got to time for things to slow down again at the bowl prep, you know, we really felt, you know, man, Tyler had come so far so fast that he had earned the right to start in, in that bowl game. And I think that experience played really well in the bowl game. 
And I think he took that, that opportunity to be confident into this offseason and, man, really had a great offseason. I think big, strong, physical, a guy that gives us, you know, back to having true offensive tackles back on the football field for us, which is exciting. Um, and, and a guy that we think has got a great future to, to be a mainstay there on the left side of our offensive line for a long while. Oh, you know, I, I think we, when you look in the National Football League, you know, some of those raw traits of size, speed, athleticism, the way the sport's being played now, I, I think you would say yes. Does he still have a long way to go to live up to that potential? I would say yes. But, uh, you know, Tyler, I think, has a great understanding of what his ceiling looks like and what his potential looks like. And I think for all of those, him, myself, his family, we're all really excited about his future. As we all know, Andrew Mavis, <coughs> excuse me, darn Mavis was so important for your team last year in a number of ways. Um, is Jace Gilbert that guy this year? Yeah, I, I think Randy, for us, you know, that's that's another great, really competitive area for us going into this offseason or going into the offseason, obviously going into camp. You know, there's a young man named Keegan Shackelford. Keegan was on our team a year ago. Um, boy, was was incredibly um, impressive in terms of last season. You know, I, I probably if there was an injury at all to Andrew from both a kickoff standpoint and a leg power standpoint, Keegan was would, would have been probably the next guy in a year ago. And so um, I think really beneficial for him to have Andrew Mevis and, and to be able to work with Andrew a year ago. Then you talk about Drake Nettles, who, man, Drake, you talk about two years ago, was a kind of kind of solved the mystery for us a little bit in the kickoff situation, was able to do some unique things. Man is almost a professional in terms of how he goes about his business. And then you bring in a really talented guy like Jace Gilbert. And so for us, we've known and, and certainly have put the stock into how critical those specialists are for the success of your football team. And, you know, I think, again, we feel that that room's as healthy and as competitive as ever. And I think that's going to be a great battle as we get into fall camp. We're, we're really excited about all three of those guys. We think all three of those guys have great potential. And it's going to be fun to see where that challenge and that race goes to. Is one of those guys the guy that Yeah, and now 62-yarder for no matter who it is would be a great challenge. But but I but I would just say you know in terms of leg strength, both you know all three of those guys have leg strength. You know all those guys got the ability to you know have distance to what they want to do in kicking the ball. And as you and I know, man, leg strength's one thing. It's like having arm strength. It's all about consistency. It's all about the ability to perform. It's all about the ability to replicate, you know, your process so you can perform with great consistency. And, and that's what we would be looking for from that position group. To piggyback on Scott's question about the running back room, the last two times you've had a new starting running back, it has turned out not to be maybe the guy people would have expected going into the year who looked like the air. What does that do for that room right now, knowing that it's not lip service, that it, there's an open competition, that you guys have shown it, that anybody can get the job, whether it's a true freshman or yeah. whoever? And, and, and I would only hope that, that I think almost every position group has been that way during our time here. You know, um, and, and I, I, I think for us, what we always try to tell our kids is we are going to play the best players that earn the right of those qualities of, man, we trust them. Man, they do their job with great consistency within the scheme because we owe the team 
the ability to play the right players and, and the players that have earned the right to get on the field. And then we've also owed the team when we need to make an adjustment to step up and make that adjustment when it's time to make those adjustments. So, you know, I, I think our kids have a great respect of that. I think our veteran kids can echo that. We've got players that are now back here in our program coaching that can echo that. And it's not just lip service. It's not just getting up on the first night of camp and saying, hey, this is, we can give real life examples. So I do think that is positive and that that is one nice thing about being um, having consistency to your program that, that kids certainly understand what the standard is and what we're looking for. So I think that's a really great question. Orion Vance is certainly one of the most experienced guys on your team. Got four letters already. He's been around a while. I know he battled some injuries last year. Is he looking like he's back to 100%, looking good this season? Well, I think, again, we'll, we'll, we'll certainly find that out as, as we get into the heat of this. But, man, you talk about a guy that steps into that locker room, and when he speaks, everybody listens. It's that guy. Um, Orion Vance is, is the epitome in terms of great leaders that we've had in this program, he fits it. And, you know, for him, it's humble. For him, it's not about him. Um, I think if you asked Orion, he didn't just come back here for Orion Vance. He came back here to leave it better and he found it. And, you know, when you have guys like that, you're really appreciative because, again, I, I don't know if we're always in a time where, where it's about the team. Sometimes it can be about your own journey. And Orion, it's never been about that. It's been about the team. So um, I think he's worked really, really hard to be the healthiest he's been um, over the course of the last couple of years. I think that's really great for us as we get into the start of camp. Um, a healthy Orion Vance is really big for Iowa State football, in my opinion. Will gets a lot of headlines for obvious reasons, but you have a pretty important guy to replace on that opposite side with any as well. How have you seen the competition at that position? Who are some guys that have stood out? And what's the challenge of replacing a guy who was as versatile as any was for you for so many years? Yeah, I, I think that's a great question. You know, I think really um, in terms of, of that group, you know, we are excited about obviously what that, that group looks like and the depth of that group looks like. Again, prove it. Um, is, is, you know, what I'm excited to see, who's ready to give us videotape evidence that they're ready to be that player for us. You know, when, when I look at that position, obviously J.R. Singleton's a guy that, that's a flex player and has played really good football for us, strong, physical, powerful football player, kind of like any, can go in and play at the nose position, can go outside, out, out and play in the boundary end position. M.J. Anderson, um, you know, M.J.'s come in, a guy that's played football, um, just not in our system yet. And, and a guy that I think has had a great summer, um, came off a little bit of injury from, from where he was at Minnesota to where he is now with us, but uh, healthy and really had a phenomenal summer, has got some of those very similar, similar physical traits in terms of what he brings in. Tyler Dean, same kind of guy, flex guy, elite length, elite physicality, um, a guy that can go inside a nose, also can play at the boundary end position. Um, and then you talk about Blake Peterson and Joey Peterson. You know, I think both of those guys, Joey Peterson played as a true freshman last year, um, kind of like his brother um, in some ways, a little bit looser, got a little bit more speed, um, and a guy that that's, can probably flex and play both the field and the boundary. And then, uh, you know, I think Blake Peterson's a guy to me that, again, has had a 
finally a junior in our program has had that same push. Um, really was a great special teams player for us last year, made some plays on the defensive line. Um, but now a guy that I think is ready to step into that competition. Man, are you going to be in our two deep? Are you going to be a starter? Where are you going with this thing? Had a really solid spring, had, had a really great summer. Um, so I think a lot of names, a lot of guys, and then we're not even talking about the young guys that just got here. So um, I think that's as heated a battle just globally in the two deep at that defensive line position. Yeah, I, I think that's big for us, you know, and I think what any gave us, you know, is that ability to be that flex guy at times um, was big. You know, you, you, we use that in matchup situations at times, you know, when you want a guy with a little bit more length, when you want a guy um, with a little bit more speed. Obviously, it's great to have kind of Isaiah and Will as those two kingpins back there of guys that have played high-end success on that defensive line. And then kind of, man, what's the rest of this group look like? Where do they fit? And how do we plug and play those guys? And, and certainly, what have they earned the right to do this fall for us? Center is a position that people overlook until you don't have one. Um, <laughs> what, what do you look for in a center? And what makes them successful? And, and why does Trevor Downing fit that role for you? And, and what can he do um, this year and beyond? You know, Scott, we, we, we used to say that our best player on the offensive line would always play center. Um, and, you know, I, I think if you look at our Toledo days, you know, you talk about Greg Mance and Zach Karen, two guys. Man, Greg's on his 10th year in the National Football League. Zach played for eight. And, you know, that, that, that spot was so critical to the success of your team. And I think we, we really have now kind of morphed back into that philosophical idea of how critical that is. You know, I, I think for me, obviously, you do have to be highly intelligent. You know, there's a lot on that guy's plate, recognizing what's in front of you, man, calling out the schemes, um, and, and really kind of being almost the quarterback at times of the offensive line. And so I think that, that's one. And then number two, when your talent is at a high end, I think your offensive line's always got an opportunity to be highly successful. And, you know, when you talk about Trevor, who I feel is really one of the best interior offensive linemen in the country coming back, and the ability to move him into the center position um, because of some of those intellectual traits that he has, um, I think that's a huge win for Iowa State football, and it's certainly a, a great building block for our football team when that guy is highly talented and highly highly intelligent to be able to kind of lead the way and quarterback that offensive line. Uh, Coach, the last time we saw Bo, he had 15 tackles in the, uh, the Cheez It Bowl, set a freshman record for tackles in a bowl game. What have you seen in the you know winter, spring, summer workouts, and what are you kind of hoping to see growth wise? as a springboard from that game coming into this sophomore season for him. Yeah, and you're talking Bo Freiler, right? Yep. You know, I, I think for me and, and Bo, again, one of those freshmen that, geez, if you would have said a year ago that that, that guy was even going to play on your football team, boy, I, I would have never been able to guess it going into fall camp just because, you know, you felt like there were there was depth and there was some veteranness there. And then you get into fall camp and those those words of, man, trusted how this guy practiced, how this guy went about his business, how this guy earned the right to get on the field. Then you put him on special teams, and, you know, he led our entire team on special teams tackles a year ago. Maybe one of the best special teams performance that I've ever seen of what that, that young man did for us a year ago on our kickoff team and on our punt team and how he played for us. And then by midseason, it's like, dang, 
you know, we got to that bye week and it was like, this guy's got to play for us. And next thing you know, he's splitting 50-50 at the middle safety position at the midway point of the season. You know, he earned the right to do that. You know, nobody gave him that. And so I think what, what I love about Bo is Bo gives us another one of those players in our program. They know they've mastered themselves. They know what they need to do to be at their best when they need to be at their best. And I think everybody got to see the Clemson performance, but I think if you really go back and study the film and watch how that guy played through the entirety of the season, boy, maybe one of the most consistent players on our entire roster a year ago. So um, really excited for him. I think he gives us a great anchor again, building that defense, you know, kind of through the middle, uh, a guy that really gives us great opportunity to do a lot of unique and different things, um, but a guy that we have great confidence that will be trusted and ready to play for us. So thank you guys.